Pay big money when you start your next project today at Menards. Convert your current recessed lighting with energy-saving LED downlights from Fight Electric. They're bright and install easily in just minutes. They also go from regular lighting to nightlight mode with just a simple flip of a switch. Save big in all Fight Lighting products now at Menards. Shop our lighting options today in-store and on Menards.com. Save big money at Menards. Are you ready? Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, and Scott Robbins. We just become best friends. Yep. Making sense of it all. Now I get it. And having some fun. Lighten up, Francis. This is the Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. The Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. Thank you very much for being here, Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Okay, it's going to be a fun one today. I mean, there's some serious stuff, and there's some things that are probably going to make you angry. Just yeah. oh, the yeah. state of what's happening in the world. But we're going to have some fun, too. David, uh, let's start with a threat to democracy, but not the one you usually hear. Yeah, Donald Trump was on Hannity's show on Fox last night, and I love that he turned the tables here. He was asked about the effort... Uh, from left-wing activists uh, with the uh, at least tacit approval of the White House to remove him from the ballot this year. Okay. I'm sure the Supreme Court is going to say we're not going to take the vote away from the people. Now, Biden is a threat to democracy. He's an absolute threat to democracy. He's very dangerous for a couple of reasons. Number one, he's grossly incompetent, which is the number one reason. But he's also actually in his own way. It's not him. It's the people that surround him. You got some very bad people surrounding him at that desk. You have people running the Department of Justice surrounding him. They're young and they're smart and they're communists and they're Marxists and they're fascists. And they're running this country. They're running it right into the ground. I understand people on the left will think that's just lunacy. Was there anything that he said there that was not accurate? We've well, been talking about this stuff for years. Well, no. I mean, if you try to stack up the issues and threat to democracy and you really go line by line, yeah. Joe Biden is the bigger threat to democracy right now. I mean, dude, his party, even before this latest effort with Trump, I mean, talk to uh, people like Jill Stein and, and others who the Democrats removed from the ballot from multiple states in order to make sure that Joe Biden would not have votes siphoned away from him. They do this crap all the time. But we don't have an honest media to tell people about well, it. Well, no. Well, that's true. And as far as being surrounded by Marxists, communists, that's true. Sure it is. Well, yeah. Yeah, I mean, if you've been paying attention even in the slightest bit, you know that. Wow. Well, I'm glad he said that. Because, you know, it was making the rounds uh, online and news. You know, former AG Eric Holder was talking about how this is a threat to democracy. If Trump wins, it, it may be over. And it's another one of those where you have someone talking. They never give an example of exactly what they're talking about. No. Hey, did you even hear it? Do you want to hear it? Oh, sure. Okay. I mean, you have to look at what it is that they're talking about. That is the Trump, uh, the Trump campaign, uh, the pres former president himself. And think of the America that they're trying to create. Okay. You have a president who is beyond the reach of the law. You have a Justice Department that goes after political opponents <laughs> on absolutely no basis. He's, he's going to prosecute. I mean, this is his comedy. It is. 
Yeah, what's it's the... happening in front of us, and you're saying, if he's president, this is going to happen. Yeah, what... It's happening right now. I mean, what, what Justice Department? <laughs> who does he think is president right now? I don't know. Does he think Trump is the one who's sending out the hit on Trump? I'm not, I'm, I'm not following what his logic is here. Yeah, since he left office, he doesn't really pay that much attention, so he may not know. Right. This was on Joyless Reed's show. Oh, of course it was. Yes. Who, by the way, just a side note, you know, she has the blonde wig hair, whatever she has yeah. right now. Have you seen on social media the thing where a guy <laughs> has a fishing pole and he pulls it off her head? Because oh, <laughs> it's like a Trump wig. <laughs> oh, my gosh, is that hilarious? Anyway, uh, Holder goes on. Um, Joe Biden, well, exactly for what? That's not going to bother them. You would have what? a United States of America that would be unrecognizable to us. That would oh, be gosh. one that you'd see more. Okay. Unrecognizable. Uh, you would have examples, right? You would think yeah. if you're going to say something like that, they never do. Uh, in Putin's Russia, as opposed to the United States that we've come to all know and love. How? And this is really what this is about. This question is about whether or not our democracy will endure, whether or not our democracy <laughs> um, will survive. They have put the interests How? of one man and the views that they have uh, that support that one man above everything else. You know, they are happy with or comfortable with the notion of autocracy, um, of dictatorship, as opposed to um, democracy. And people say, wait a minute, now, holders." This is just word salad. Yeah, it's it like is. he got a Kamala's speechwriter to write something for him that makes no sense. It's just in a circle, but he never gives an example. And people say, wait a minute, now, Holder's overstating the case. That yes. is not, this is not an overstatement. You have to take them at their word and look at what it is they are proposing and the impact of the policies that they are they trying to put in place. Uh, American democracy um, could end with the election of, of Donald Trump. Again, no example of yeah. what they're talking about. What specifically? Nothing. But you, we all know people that will watch something like that and be like, oh, that's the thing about Trump that scares me so much. <laughs> but they're, you, they're, you can't define it. They're all fo foot soldiers for the Democrat Party, and they've got yes. their marching orders, and they get creative and do it in their own way. But they're all the same message. It's all the same. This started several months ago. Threat to democracy. Of course. Dictator. He said it himself from day one. <sighs> okay, more on that a little bit later. Uh Barbara Lee is in the news. Why, David? Yeah, Democrat Representative Barbara Lee made an astounding claim on CNN while talking about how America, you know, you know that America is fundamentally racist, right? I mean, that's just a given <laughs> if you're no, Barbara Lee. Yeah. Uh, yeah, of course. All right. I was walking from the House building on Capitol Hill to the Capitol, and a man, a white guy, stopped me and told me I could not get into the member's elevator. And you know, we have uh, pens and I was going to vote. And he blocked me from getting into the elevator and told me I was not a member of Congress and it was for members only. I said, sir, I'm a member of Congress. And he, I showed him my pen and he said, whose pen did you steal? Now this is an example of what personal racism is and how people of color constantly have to deal with this each and every day. I'll take things that never happened for a thousand, Alex. Yeah. <laughs> the, and then the, the guy at the elevator yelled, this is MAGA country, and tried to steal her Subway sandwich. That's right. I mean, come on. I, but, and the, and the, the, the uh, Caitlin Collins, the anchor, offers no pushback. Like, whoa, wait a minute. Hold on. When did that happen? Are you talking about years ago? Last week? When? Yeah. Well, she just says, oh, I'm, 
I'm sorry that happened to you. Thank you for joining us tonight. Well, well, I need a little more details here. And I was I was looking for it to see if she has written about that or said that. If anyone can find it, send it to me and I'll correct the record. But I, I just haven't been able to find her relaying that story anywhere else. Maybe it's out there. I, I, it just seems fairly unbelievable that somebody would, would say that. Especially, I mean, she's been in Congress for like 26 years. Yes. <laughs> like, did this happen last year? Because if it if she says it did, then she's lying. Because there's no way that after being in Congress since, what, 1998, that she would uh, have run into a situation like that. Yeah, just bust that story out now all of a sudden? Well, there's got to be video evidence if it did, in fact, happen. Listen, I would imagine. Man, of course, I mean, let's see it. How many times in the last five years... Have we heard some sort of story like this that turns out to not be true? Like a claim of blatant racism that never happened. And it's shown to be a complete fraud. It's time and time and time again. And by the way, if in fact this did happen, which I doubt, but if it did, wouldn't she have been screaming from the mountaintop the minute it happened? You not saving it for some crazy story on CNN? You would think. I hell yeah. yeah. We will overcome. Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I mean, you'd scream it from the mountaintop and you should. If that's what happened, you should scream it from the mountaintop, but no. Let's wait till we get on CNN and then bust that story out. By the way, that little clip David, could you give uh, context to that? I think that was could Sheila Jackson Lee. Yes, it was. Uh yeah, when um Texas was considering passing a law that required people to, oh my gosh, give their social security number or their driver's license or state ID number when they wanted to mail in a vote. Because it was racist. Because apparently black people are incapable of memorizing <laughs> or finding their social security number. According to Democrats, I don't believe that. I think black people, white people, Hispanics are perfectly capable of finding out what their critical records are. But... One of the best pieces of audio is Ari Horowitz going on the street asking black people, is it a problem? No, yeah. it's not a problem. What are you, crazy? Well, where the DMV is. Yeah. <laughs> right. They... You got all these people, all these politicians, these Democrats in Texas. You we know. will overcome. <laughs> <laughs> it's comical. Oh, my goodness. All right. Meanwhile, uh, in Denver, um, a hospital official is saying What? Oh, yeah. Hospitals and cities impacted by the illegal immigration crisis are begging for more funding uh, from the federal government because illegals who show up there don't exactly have insurance. A lot of times they don't have any money. Uh, and an official with Denver Health, this is Dr. Steve Frederico, was on Fox News saying his hospital had already provided $135 million in free care. But that was before the illegal immigrants started showing up last year alone. They recorded 20,000 visits or so from 8,000 Central American migrants. That's just one year. And they're saying, we are out of money. We're tapped. We need to figure something out here. Wow. So he was on Fox News last night talking about this. All right, roll it. The uh, ability to provide and expand care to them has been greatly limited by our financial status prior to the arrival of migrants. And so... We're needing to respond to this huge humanitarian crisis in our emergency rooms and our clinics. And so what we're looking for is for policymakers to stand up, step up and fund appropriately the health care providers that are providing this care. 
Oh, it's a disaster all over the place. It is. And it's only going to get worse. No, and for people on the left to just scream racism, and that's why, you know, people want to secure the border. It's absolute insanity. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Um, entertainment news. Your girl, Scott, Madonna. She's not uh, my girl. You just played a lot of her records in I Top did. 40 Radio. Yes. She's getting sued. You know why? Starting the show's too late. I heard this story. Some as late as 11 o'clock on a weeknight. Well, there are a couple of people that are suing her because of her shows at the Barclays Center in Brooklyn. Yeah, more than two hours late. So they said not only to make it harder to, you know, go to work, find transportation after the show. Right. Then you got to go to work. You got, you know, family responsibilities. This is irresponsible. So they're suing Madonna, Live Nation, and the Barclays Center for unfair and deceptive trade practices. And they want it to be a class action suit. Oh, my. <laughs> I'm not a legal mind. Do you think there's anything here, David? Um, you're saying that the show starts at a certain time, and then, you know, if you have a babysitter, you yeah. have to leave. If you're a couple hours, you know, if you're, if you're two hours waiting around before the person even takes the stage, you might have to leave before that because you can't let the, you know, 17-year-old that you left your kids with stay out until 2 a.m. You got responsibilities. I'm just thinking if you're a parent and you're going to a Madonna show, you get what you deserve there. <laughs> you're probably a bad parent. Well, and you paid $300 or whatever, right. a, a ticket. For what? Again, man, all I can think is Axel Rose. <laughs> man, I'm glad there were no lawsuits back in the day when I was three yeah. hours late all the time. Yeah, that was crazy. Op operating in Ecuadorian time. Okay. Um, Kamala Harris, word salad. Another one? And more coming up. Imagine it's the final game of the season, but your symptoms of irritable bowel syndrome with constipation or IBSC are making a comeback. What should you do? Keep managing your constipation with belly pain the same old way? Or try getting ahead of your symptoms by talking to your doctor about Linzess, linaclotide. Linzess is a prescription medicine that treats IBSC in adults. It's not a laxative. It's a once-daily pill that helps you get ahead of your symptoms. It's proven to help you have more frequent and complete bowel movements and helps relieve overall abdominal symptoms, belly pain, discomfort, and bloating. These symptoms were studied in combination, not individually. Do not give Linzess to children less than two. It may harm them. Do not take Linzess if you have a bowel blockage. Get immediate help if you develop unusual or severe your stomach pain, especially with bloody or black stools. The most common side effect is diarrhea, sometimes severe. If it's severe, stop taking Linzess and call your doctor right away. Other side effects include gas, stomach area pain, and swelling. Imagine, what could relief from IBSC mean for you? Talk to your doctor and say yes to Linzess. Learn more at Linzess.com or call 1-800-LINZESS. Hey guys, this is Dr. Williams, radio show host and chief scientific officer at Invite Health. And I hear from men every day about their struggles with erectile dysfunction and prostate issues from bad sleep, no energy, problems performing in the bedroom. With 25 years of satisfied customers, we know that our powerful blend of clinically studied nutrients and prostate HX can help. Order your bottle of prostate HX today and get 50% off. Order two bottles and receive a free bottle of our testosterone enhancing formula, Masculine HX. Call 800 
800-671-9900. That's 800-671-9900. If you want better sleep, more energy, and of course, stamina, call us now for Prostate HX. And don't forget to get your free bottle of our testosterone-boosting masculine HX. Call 800-671-9900. That's 800-671-9900. Or go to ProstateHX.com. That's ProstateHX.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. All right, the Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. I'm Jamie Markley. That's David Van Camp. There's Scott Robbins. We'll get to the Kamala Harris story uh, coming up in a few. <gasps> yes, it's coming. I promise. <laughs> that still makes me laugh. That was from when she was talking to the basketball team the other day, South Carolina. That is Kamala, by the way. Oh, yes. yes, it is. Yes. <gasps> anyway, uh, okay, I see this, and this happened today. <laughs> the Biden administration announces that they're canceling the loans of another 74,000 student loan borrowers. What? I yes. didn't think they could do that. <laughs> right? Yeah. Dude. Just doing it anyway? I saw The first place I saw this was Daily Wire. I'll just read from the story. The Biden administration has been ignoring the Supreme Court, which struck down Biden's student loan relief plan last June. What the hell is that? Because it had not been approved by Congress. Ignoring the Supreme Court. What? Yes. The Biden administration has cited the 2003 Higher Education Relief Opportunities for Students Act, the HEROES Act, Got it. <laughs> uh, to bolster its argument in favor of the student loans, as it stated the loans were permitted in case of, quote, national emergency. Supreme Court's like, no, that's not, that's not this. No. You got to pay back your loans. Yes. In announcing the new student loan uh, recipients, Biden claimed his administration was acting legally. Quote, my administration is able to deliver relief to these borrowers and millions more because of fixes we made to broken student loan programs that were preventing borrowers from getting relief they were entitled to under the law. What law? I I don't know. Today's announcement comes on top of all we've been able to achieve for students and student loan borrowers in the past few years. And in the wake of the Supreme Court's decision... On our student debt relief plan, we are continuing to pursue an alternative path to deliver student debt relief as to as many borrowers as possible and as quickly as possible. From day one of my administration, I vowed to improve the student loan system so that a higher education provides Americans with opportunity and prosperity, not unmanageable burdens of student loan debt. This is hot on the heels, and I just remember it was echoing my brain yesterday after the show because I think you actually yelled it, Scott. No one forced you at gunpoint to take out a loan. You did it. You took out a loan. We all have to. I mean, we've all taken out loans. We all have to pay them back. Okay. I don't know how many times we've heard from the left that no one is above the law. What am I missing here? Well, I the Supreme well, Court ruled on this. Well, what 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 they're doing is they're instead of a wholesale cancellation program, what they've done is they've tweaked the regulations on existing loan forgiveness programs, like the Public Service Loan Forgiveness Program, uh, PSLF. Um, they've made it basically easier that if you work as a as a teacher or in government. They've sped up the process uh, for folks who want to get those loans discharged or forgiven 
uh, more qu- uh, as soon as possible. So they're doing it little by little. Under- Jobs where we can control you. Right, and and through other right through through other existing programs, they're just lowering the standards of of existing programs in order to try to buy as many votes as possible. I mean, provide Americans much needed relief. <laughs> there you go. Thank you, David, for clarifying that. Again, you brought this up a hundred times, David. What about the universities themselves? Yeah, a lot of them have the money. Where are they doing anything about this? You know incredible student loan debt it's just suffocating people they're sitting on millions of dollars oh we couldn't do that but that's part of the grift yeah, this yeah. is the markley van camp and robin show yeah yeah okay biggest story today david uh biggest story of the day i think well i mean there's there's quite a few uh one to me i think is when you have major uh hospital systems in america going to congress and saying hey we need more money because we're taking care of tens of thousands of illegal immigrants who can't pay us. And uh, somebody's got to pick up the bill at some point, fellas. <laughs> Probably good thing we're flush with cash. Yeah. We're only $34 trillion in debt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we need an endowment. The country does. <laughs> there you go. But to enforce border security, that's racist. Well, of course. You know that. I do. Okay. we got to do a round of uh, What's Your Story? as we do every day, and get a news update straight ahead. This is the Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. And there's a lot going on. And you see what's going on at Davos, World Economic Forum. They want farmers in different countries to stop stop making rice. Yeah. Because it's not good for the environment. Right. Yeah, I don't, it's, a, it's only like a staple food for billions of people on the planet and really is, I don't know, one of the few food sources that is preventing billions of people from dying of starvation. I I come away, you know, looking at different clips from Davos saying, what good is this? I mean, is there something that's happened over the last, say, 15 years that came out of Davos that you can look to and say, you know what, this was a turning point for the world. Uh, no. The world is better off now. There's got to be something. Like, I know, like, world starvation has gone down mm-hmm. over decades yeah, but but that's because of fossil fuel production and innovative yeah. farming so I, they want to go I, back to people starving yeah i think i think foam fingers came out of Davos. <laughs> <laughs> well you had that clip the other day david because you have people now saying it's ecocide yes to be able to produce food to keep people alive it's, it's ecocide. N- you know that Kind of reminds me of uh, of something because you know the folks who were there genuinely don't understand why so many normal people who know about what goes on at, at forums like that hate mm-hmm. them. They have no idea why, and they they blame disinformation, they blame Elon Musk, they blame all sorts of things without ever looking inward. I saw an interesting uh, 
piece of polling. It was published in the Wall Street Journal. And this is about in America. And the divide between the elites and working class stiffs, everyone else, right, mm-hmm. is bigger than it's ever been. When you look at just economics in general, among the elite, mm-hmm. wealthiest in America, 74% say their finances are getting better. That's compared with 20% of the rest of voters. Oh, by the way, 88%. Uh, among elites who are Ivy League grads, say their finances are getting better. So, therefore, the so-called elites, high-income earners, uh, give President Biden an 84% approval rating compared with 40% of everyone else. God. 84%? Yeah. Large majorities of uh, elites have a favorable view of university professors, 89%. Journalists, 79%. Lawyers and union leaders, 78%. And even members of Congress. But two-thirds say they prefer a candidate who said teachers and educational professionals, not parents, should decide what children are taught. The people with the money and the influence love what's happening because they don't have to deal with the repercussions. So true. The other thing you had mentioned that came out of Davos is this big statement. The biggest challenge we face as humanity is misinformation, disinformation. And again, go back over the last five years. Who's most guilty? It's these people. Yeah, Yeah. of course. Meanwhile, you have the story about TikTok said it's going to take on disinformation for the election this year. Yeah, they've announced... TikTok? Yeah, TikTok. (laughs) This is the platform where people after, uh, after October 7th in Israel... Uh, and the whole, you know, pro-Hamas movement among younger Americans began. This is the platform that hosted people sharing Osama bin Laden's letter to America saying, you know, that guy had a point. TikTok, that platform, has announced plans to fact-check and combat misinformation in the 2024 election. They will provide an election guide in the app, which will link to resources on voting, how to register, and how to vote by mail, depending on the state. I thought TikTok worked for the Chinese government. Uh, yeah, it's well, it's it's owned by it. The parent yeah. company is a Chinese. It's a Chinese spy app, man. It is, but we're supposed to trust it as far as the disinformation that might be out there in the political campaign for the 2024 election in the United States. Got it. And the left will carry that message. TikTok is spy app in Chinese. <laughs> <laughs> Something you learn every day on the show, isn't yeah, it? Right, yeah. But usually from Robbins. That's right, that's good. Go. All right. At that point of the show, let's go around the table. May not be the biggest story out there, but it caught your attention. Today, David, what's your story? I, I just find this really hilarious. So the BBC, they have their uh, Blue Planet series. Mm-hmm. Or it's, and I, I find it fascinating. I, I love learning about the oceans on our planet. I think it's pretty cool. It it really is cool. And the photography is phenomenal on it. Uh, One of the articles that they published um, says that fish are the sex switching masters of the animal kingdom. And this has been documented before that there are some species on the planet that when there is a biological need can actually switch their bodies can actually change in order to be one sex or the other in order to continue propagating the species. Okay. This has actually been documented in, in again, multiple uh, uh, areas of the animal kingdom. However, now, of course, social justice warriors are taking that and saying, see, trans women are women. 
Uh, Ian Copeland, PhD, he wants you to know. Okay. Put out on X. Uh, he's a debunker of nonsense. I don't know if you knew that. Okay. He writes, sex, like all traits, is not binary. Gender, which is a social construct, is not binary. All traits are on a spectrum. Many species of fish change their sex regularly. Sex is no exception to the rules of biology just because you're a bigot. It's like that. That's that's great news, but people aren't fish. No, they're not. No. Our eyes are not at the side of our head. <laughs> we We don't breathe underwater. No, we don't. <laughs> and, and, you know, I'm also over here just thinking, okay, but oh do goodness. those fish have to go get surgery to change their, their biological sex? No, it's just something no, that don't. is hardwired in how they are uh, how they are created, how they exist. That's incredible, man. You know, I just heard an interview. Is it Billboard Bob? Who's the guy that's always holding out? The, Billboard the, Chris. Billboard yeah. Chris. I think he was on Megyn Kelly's show. I heard just a little part of it. And he, he was talking about you know, how basically evil this is to confuse kids about gender. And I don't know that I'd ever heard anyone put it quite like this before. And I'm paraphrasing. I'm probably screwed up. You're saying we need to just stop saying gender because gender is nothing. doesn't mean anything. Mm -hmm. It's sexes. There's two sexes. You don't even need to say there's two genders. There's just two sexes. That's it. Because once you introduce gender, especially to a kid, you're confusing them. Because now you're opening up this possibility to say, oh, well, what could I be if it's an effeminate little boy or a tom girl? You know, and many people have said, you know, women that grew up as tomboys or men that were more effeminate saying, and if I would have been growing up now. They would have said I was the other sex, and they would have said, you need to get on puberty blockers. Yeah. And he went on to say all that nonsense about the puberty blockers, you know, totally reversible. It's not in a number of different ways. They always say that, though. Of course they do. That's the story. They're lying. Mm -hmm. But you have, you know, a couple of, you know, different people that are pushing this thing. One, people that want to make money off of it. And two, you know, to fulfill their own sick ideas. Or to take advantage of people. It's just awful. All right, Scott, what's your story today for what you're saying? Uh, my story is about disinformation. We were just talking about that. Yeah. NBC News uh, had this little nugget. Disinformation poses an unprecedented threat to democracy in the U.S. This is according to, according to them, researchers, technologists, and political scientists. All agree that's the big problem. Now, again, changing the definition of disinformation. They've done this for a long time is being defined now, through their eyes anyway, anything that's not helpful to the left's desired narrative is disinformation. It's true. They cite President Trump recently, CBS News does. Former President's closing message to New Hampshire voters contained falsehoods about the upcoming primary election, including a baseless claim that Democrats are planning to infiltrate the primary to support Nikki Haley. Now, this is not baseless. There's, there's been people admitting that's what they're doing. They're trying to get Nikki Haley to yeah. win the primary in New Hampshire because they don't want Trump running. They want to do anything they can to throw a roadblock in front of him. Uh, the, the, I mean, baseless means it's true. Again, that is a whole other thing. We've changed the verbiage and the word and what it means. But yeah, there are Democrats all over the place admitting that that's what, in fact, they are doing. Trump said it, so it's baseless. 
Well, again, we'll go through the rundown again soon about, you know, all the different areas of disinformation we've seen over the last five to seven years and then see who's guilty. Yeah. I mean, well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've got, I got a whole nother list today of just stuff that Rachel Maddow has said over the years. Yeah, just Oh, one I person. can't wait for that. Yeah. After she came out and was like, yeah, we're not going to allow the president to speak any longer, the former president, because after all, we will not broadcast this information. Of course, yeah. that's all they do. All right, for my story today, Yeah. at the end of this, I think I'm going to apply for a job. More on that in a second. There's a book coming out about Kamala Harris. Uh, this was on Megyn Kelly's podcast. <laughs> Charlie's spearing. No, it's. Oh, okay. it looks pretty interesting. Right. And the stories that he was telling, um, it's called Amateur Hour. Kamala Harris in the White House. And it's her sort of rise to prominence. And there's a lot about Willie Brown Wow. in there. Even though she doesn't want to admit that, that's certainly in play. Um, but to give you an example, this was part of what he talked about. Um, you've heard about all the different staffers quitting. Uh, she's very difficult to work with, work for. Um, we've heard time and time again, they've tried to coach her as far as media, how to do interviews, how to give speeches, especially when you're off script. Um, but it all fails. It's it's sort of incredible. There has been so many stories about how terrible she has been on just even delivering the most scripted lines. There's a lot of stories of people who just quit in frustration, um, knowing that even that famous interview she did about the border set, you know, that that one where she talks about how she hasn't been to the border, but she hasn't been to Europe either. Um, yeah. That was after significant meeting tra- media training, and they had prepared her to answer that question. And when it came time to answer that question on live television, uh, she came up with her own thing, and it was just totally astonishing. You're prepped on that particular question. You know it's coming. Here's how to answer it. Goes off script and then starts running in circles, as she always does. Um, so I thought, okay, all these people have quit heard her give you know different speeches let's say she was going to talk to some um women's group or young girls and she she always wants to be inspirational right oh, yeah. yeah okay are you ready i think i have a speech ready for her. all right i'm ready she gotta have like empty phrases and things yeah. that run together oh, okay yeah. see if this makes sense all right today we stand on the precipice of endless possibilities okay. where dreams take flight and the boundless horizon beckons us forward. <laughs> In this moment, let us embrace the symphony of our potential. Oh, God. <laughs> symphony of our potential. Do you like that? Oh, my gosh. Where the echoes of greatness resonate within each heartbeat. Yeah. As we navigate the labyrinth of our aspirations. Oh, the labyrinth. Okay. Let us remember that every challenge is an opportunity in disguise. A chance to dance with the rhythm of resilience and emerge stronger, wiser, and undoubtedly victorious. For in the tapestry of life, adversity is but a thread, weaving the masterpiece of our destiny. How am I doing so far? Doing good. I'm just getting ready to open up the window and jump out of the building. I'm trying to say nothing but a lot of words in there. Yeah, I I think you got to add a few in terms of, though, in there, if you really want to capture... The spirit hmm. of Kamala Harris. I don't know, man. I've... You want me to just keep going? Sure. Of what I prepared? The symphony. Let us cast aside the shackles of doubt and fear, oh, yeah. for they are the silent architects of our limitations. 
embrace the dawn of a new era where the radiant sun of possibility pierces through the clouds of oh, uncertainty. Stop it. <laughs> Do you like it? I love yeah. it, man. Dang. In the grand theater of existence, each one of us is a star, contributing our unique brilliance to the cosmic narrative. So let us shine with an intensity that knows no bounds, igniting the darkness with the fervor of our passions and the luminosity of our purpose. Luminosity? And when the weight of the past threatens to tether us to yesterday, let us remember that what can be unburdened by what has been. There you go. <laughs> I tried to work that in there. You got that, that, that wasn't really in there, right? No. No, uh, it's in there. I, oh, my God. It's, I, you got to put that. That's her calling card. You have card. to. Yeah, you do. We, we should also play a game. Kamala Harris speak or lyrics from the 1996 Rush album Test for Echo. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. Actually, you want to know what happened? Huh. I was thinking about this last night, and I put into the chat, GPT, write a short pseudo-inspirational speech full of empty phrases and platitudes. Please include <laughs> the phrase, what can be unburdened by what has been, and that's what I got. <laughs> so you wrote that? No, that was AI. But that's all you, you don't even need a re, real speech lighter for Kamala. You just have that go. Yeah. It's the same crap. Test for Echo is Hemingway compared to that. Okay. <laughs> News update next. Yo, Scotty, I know you love watching sports. Have you heard about the new way sports fans are adding to their excitement while watching their favorite team? Of course I have. It's Prize Picks. It's the largest daily sports fantasy platform in North America. And sports fans everywhere love Prize Picks. So what's all the excitement about? Prize Picks makes daily fantasy sports easy. Instead of battling thousands of players, including pros and sharks, you pick more than or less than on two to six player stat projection and then watch the winnings roll in. Yeah, Prize Picks is real simple to play. You make your picks and submit your entry in less than 60 seconds. That's right, Jamie. This week, I'm uh, thinking of taking... Don't even say it. Don't say it. No. You'll jinx them. Well, here's the good news about that. Prize Picks even has a reboot policy so that your entries stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. Go to pricepicks.com slash MBCR and use code MBCR for a first deposit match of up to $100. Go to pricepicks.com slash MVCR and use the code MVCR for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. Hey. I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's. So thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try soon. Harry's is available online and in-store at a retailer near you. Get a $13 trial set for just 3 bucks at harrys.com slash refresh. That's harrys.com slash refresh. Or check us out at your local Costco for a price you can't find anywhere else. Just look for the Chrome Razor with 13 blade refills at your local Costco. You can't miss it. Exclusive to Costco members. All right, the Markley Van Camp and Robert Show. 
Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Okay, I'm trying to explain this. I saw it at Hot Air. I think you saw it, Scott. Yeah. Okay, David, you know this case in Georgia with Trump and Fannie Willis, the DA there. And there has been this reported affair that she's had with this dude that she hired to be a lawyer to go after Trump. People said he... The guy's not good enough to do that. He doesn't have the experience. And then there was all this money. You've heard the story, and they were going on these vacations together and everything else, and she was benefiting, and that's trouble. And then she goes into a church, talks about how it's racist that they're going after her, and she sort of admitted that she did something wrong because she was saying she was imperfect, and they haven't denied the affair, these two. Yeah, and the only reason people are upset is because of the color of her skin. Oh, yeah. You know that. That's the only reason. That's it. Yes. Now, apparently, she's going after the ex-wife? Yeah. Yeah, because there, well, there's a divorce proceeding going on, and Fonnie Willis has been called uh, to be a witness. Because and, she was having an affair with the married guy. And, yeah, and, apparently, yeah. in a new legal filing, uh, she is uh, attacking the wife and soon-to-be ex-wife of her lover, uh, and said that, well, she was colluding with Trump to take me down. See, that's even better. Unbelievable. Well, because I was sleeping with your husband, you decided to join forces with Trump? Yes. This is incredible. <laughs> this is the Mark Van Camp and Robin Show. Hey, it's Jamie Markley. David Van Camp. Me, Scott Robbins. From the Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Where we turn mundane into madness. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening <laughs> on the radio. But have you dared to join in the fun online? Follow us on Instagram for video and behind-the-scenes content. Hey, is that a good idea that we do that? Sure, why not? You can also yell at us on X or Twitter. It's that thing Elon Musk runs. And Facebook, because Grandma deserves a daily dose of Barkley Van Camp and Robin. Yeah, stop doom-scrolling and stalking your old high school classmates. Search MVCR Show on Instagram, X, and Facebook. Because life's too short for boring radio shows. You ready? Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, and Scott Robbins. We just become best friends. Yep. Making sense of it all. Now I get it. And having some fun. Lighten up, Francis. This is the Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. The Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Well, if it's one thing we've learned in the last seven years, we can trust the experts. Always. The expert yeah. class, boy, that's they can lead the way. That's why they're experts. You know, the, the good thing about the experts is how they're they're experts, and they know everything, and they've never been wrong. Well, it would be great if we could have an expert speak about the border, an expert on the border. Yeah, well, there was some testimony in the House of Representatives about the border crisis, and one of the experts that the Democrats are, are oh. holding up is a guy named David Byer. He's with the Cato Institute, and uh, he says that tough enforcement at the border is a bad thing, and we need to make it easier to cross the border. Now, I know some people will think Cato Institute, that's generally been concern, uh, considered a right-leaning think tank. Well, right-leaning can also mean open borders if your primary uh, goal is to help out big business, and big business loves illegal immigration because that's cheap labor yep they always have uh arizona republican andy biggs 
leveled this guy with one simple question about the parole process. That is the catch and release process. Federal officials allow someone who crossed the border to just come on in. Okay. Have you ever been to the border and watched the current process that is gone through to issue a parole status to, a, to an illegal immigrant? I've seen it on video, but no, I've not. Not been down there, have you? I've not personally witnessed it. No, you haven't. Of course not. Of course you're not. But you're going to come here and testify that it's on, done on a case-by-case basis. You don't it know jack squat about it. You haven't been down there. <laughs> yeah. You haven't been down there. You haven't watched it. Well, I've seen some video of it. Well, no, yeah. but before you're out there saying that, that we can have an orderly process, you might want to check out what it looks like right now. You know, just someone else that sold themselves out for money. I'm guessing. That's what you're guessing. I mean, that's not a guy that's just telling the truth to people. That's influenced by the gig. Yeah. I'm not a fireman, but I watch Chicago Fire. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Isn't that the whole problem? Yeah. You got a bunch of people that have sold out the country? Of course. Yes. Another one? And you have an update on the border? Oh, yeah. Something else? Well, a couple of things. Uh, One, there's been a big change, and this is uh, courtesy of Matt Finn uh, with Fox News. Uh, Big change in procedure in Eagle Pass. As we've talked about, you know, the state of Texas uh, has cordoned off an area. It's Shelby Park is what it is. And for years, migrants could walk in, be processed by Border Patrol, and then leave. Well, the state of Texas is now arresting them for trespassing if they go into Shelby Park. Uh, this is not part of the new uh, uh, law that was passed, by the way, in Texas, because that's not in effect until March, maybe. I, I'm not, I can't remember now off the top of my head. Uh, this is just saying, hey, you're you're trespassing. We're going to arrest you, and then we're going to hold you until ICE uh, can tell us what you're going, wh- whether you're going to be released or deported. Um, and the other thing is, you know, the White House has been all about uh, pushing this disinformation that state of Texas authorities blocked Border Patrol oh, yeah. from accessing the river, which led to the death of three migrants. Well, no, it didn't. That was fake news. Allie Bradley, she works for News Nation. She's been down there covering this, doing a fantastic job, actually went down to that area uh, near Shelby Park and said, no, the Border Patrol can still access the river. Yeah, they they have told they they have access to a boat ramp. They can get into the river. No, they were held the, back. The te- the state of Texas is not blocking their <laughs> access to the river at all. So again, the biggest challenge we face, they say at Davos, is misinformation. Yeah. That's it. And there it is, right on display from our own media. Again. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's something, man. You know what else? I mean, this is just it's a basic thought. <laughs> the one thing. That we haven't done as a country. Our incredible leader, Joe Biden, has not said, hey, all you people around the world that want to come here, maybe some other time. But we need to stop it. We can't. You, don't come. Has he ever said that? Uh, a couple of years ago, Kamala Harris uh, did a trip to uh, Central America, I believe it was, and said, don't come, don't come, don't come. But then... You know, when the policy is basically, okay, fine, come, then you're not really sending the message. You need to actually 
do what Texas is doing, which is arresting people and saying, listen, we're going to take you to a secure facility and you're going to stay there until we figure out whether or not we're, you're, it's safe to release you into a community. But Biden has never said that. No. I mean, Kamala, who listens? <laughs> Even Obama, when he was president, remember? Don't come. Yeah. He actually said it. I mean, they're not serious about it. I mean, Kamala, what'd she say at the time? We need to embrace the dawn of a new era where the radiant sun of possibility pierces through the clouds of uncertainty. <laughs> As we ascend the mountain of our dreams, we may find solace in the belief that the view from the summit is worth every arduous step. Again, I made that up. I had AI create yeah. like a Kamala speech. But how would you know? <laughs> I don't know that you would. <laughs> that, that actually just sort of sounds like a, like a late 80s Dio song a little bit. In the grand theater of existence, yes. each one of us is a star, <laughs> contributing our unique brilliance to the cosmic narrative. You're the rainbow in the dark. So let us shine with an intensity. How dare you? I won't, I won't have any more negative commentary on the lyrics of one Ronnie James Dio. I, I love That's Dio. poetry compared to Kamala Harris. <laughs> 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 well, yeah, don't write in starlight because the words may come out real, says That's Ronnie right. James Dio. I don't know yes. what the hell that means, but it sounds great when he sings it. Don't dream of women, because they'll only bring you. You can only deliver it like Down! this. Down! <laughs> <laughs> okay, other news out there. Uh, the Trumpster, he was on Hannity's show last night um, talking about Nikki Haley and talking about New Hampshire. Because, you know, Democrats, they get to vote in the primary if they want to. Sure. Yeah, and they're going to. You know, and so some people have said, hey, what about that system? What do you think of that, Trumpster? It bothers me, and the governor should have done something about it instead of talking, waste his time with Nikki, because she's not going to make it. She has no chance. She's got no way. Maggie's not going to be with her. And, you know, when you said the uh, Democrats voting, no, it doesn't say that. It said about Nikki that 50% of the Republicans would be lost to Nikki, only to Nikki, not even to Rhonda Sanctimonious. So, you know, it's a bad thing for her, but it's a bad thing for us. Okay. So I wanted you to hear that, Scott, because the sanctimonious was back uh. after the congratulatory, you know, Iowa speech that he said, hey, Nikki, Ron, <laughs> had fun. And it was sort of nice. I mean, he's still in campaign mode. We need Ronnie James Trump. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. That's very funny. Um so, yeah, it's, it is a different way they do it in New Hampshire. There's no doubt about that. In my mind, you know, and I know I think weren't some people dinging you for selling out Ron uh, DeSantis already, saying that it, it's basically Trump's now? Yeah, people. I had a couple of people that reached out, and they were very angry with me, yeah. Just calling it like you see it. No, I mean, I, I yeah. think it, it looks like it's over. He, I don't think Nikki Haley has a shot. And one of the things I do like about Trump there, you know— the left is always using MAGA. MAGA MAGA is like a bad thing, and Trump embraces it. Yeah, yeah MAGA's not going to. Well, he looks beat to me, too, now. Who looks beat? DeSantis. Oh. You mean just the way he's carrying yeah, himself? Yeah, I can just, just pick up the lack of energy, maybe. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. I mean, I'd say this. We saw a uh, cut to him yesterday, I think, during break, during the show. And, man, did he look tired. Yes, yeah, I, I thought the same thing. I, that being said, 
I mean, I look tired every single day. Right. <laughs> I'm not running that campaign. <laughs> it's, it's, I mean, I don't know how any of those guys keep that schedule. It's, yeah, well. And Trump just looks like Trump. I can't explain that. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if it's the tan. I have no idea how he does it. <laughs> DeSantis' well, team is like, get you a spray yeah. tan right now. Well, he's got to get back to Florida. He's lacking vitamin C now or something. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, something. Something's going on, though. Yeah. I don't know. You know what? Okay. I'm just going to go ADD theater here for a second. We'll get back on track. I noticed this last night. So with everything with the Dallas Cowboys and the meltdown from last weekend, and then are they going to fire McCarthy? Not whatever. So, you know, you see different clips on YouTube or whatever. Mm -hmm. And it's an old clip of Jerry Jones and Jimmy Johnson. All right. You look at Jimmy Johnson now and Jerry Jones now. One looks so much older than the other. Jerry Jimmy Jones. Johnson looks like he's 15 years younger. Is that just from being in the sun? Is that you know, genetics? What is that? Well, he's uh, unburdened by what was. <laughs> Hadn't Jimmy Johnson been selling that like testosterone su uh, yeah, supplement yeah. stuff? Maybe oh, I forgot he did yeah, that. Maybe that that's was... the secret. Maybe he's like... T exclamation point. Right. He's he's putting that yeah, patch right. on the boys every I mean, morning. They've, and got, they've got a lot of a lot of those things out there. Super T, T plus, <laughs> yeah. T plus plus. Is he still doing that? I remember from I, years ago. I didn't yeah, know if he was still I, rocking I, I don't know. I I get lost in the fog of all these things. It's wild. Um, I happen to see this at Real Clear Politics. The question: Why are face masks back? Okay. Um, Man, we should get into this a little bit later. Long story short, without even getting into the piece, if you've ever thought to yourself, and we just mentioned this the other day, they're talking about face masks again. Oh, yeah. Are you talking about the cloth masks? Yeah. It's been proven they don't do anything. Shh, quiet. Why, why would they do that? Face and that's mask what this manufacturers, I guess. Ian Waldman write, writes this whole piece. Like, when you look at all of these studies from all these different places, it doesn't do any good. No. And then, if you're talking about kids... When they did the studies on the bacteria in those masks and what it can cause, why would you ever do it? And the takeaway is it's people that want to believe something that's not true or they're just lying to other people because it somehow makes them feel more secure. It's a bizarre thing. It is. Sort of been proven that it doesn't do any good. Okay. David, you had a piece of audio about the COVID quarantine rules. Oh, I love this. So... Uh, to set the stage here, California health authorities have lowered the recommended COVID isolation period to one day, <laughs> which is what I mean, that's fine. I, but oh. it's, it's really funny how it was, you know, several days and whatever. But KTLA, I thought, covered this in a great way. They went around asking people how long they were supposed to be isolated. Now, for context, the correct number before the new guidance was five. Nobody knew that. Okay. All right, roll it. You have COVID. How many days should you isolate for? I thought it was 10 days. Say you get COVID, do you know how many days you should be isolating for? 14, right? Uh, 14, well, it's actually lower to about six days now, right? I believe it's seven. Nobody knows. It's just <laughs> a confusing mess. I mean, I, we do this every day. I thought it was 10, honestly. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's kind of been that way for, well, the entirety of it. Remember, some states were having, like, color-coded zones, and that was supposed oh, yeah. to be based on how many people. Dude, everybody lost the plot. 
so quickly with this whole thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it, that's amazing. Again, I know you always say they're going to bring it back. Scott, you're like, they're going to bring them back, the match. You know, they're gonna... People won't go for it. I don't, I don't think they will either. We'll see if business goes for it. All right, Dave's got a story about the Democrats celebrating an absolute self-own. I can't wait to hear this. Much more coming up right here. Getting ahead of your irritable bowel syndrome with constipation or IBSC by treating it with Linzess. Then you could start proactively managing your constipation with belly pain and get ahead of your symptoms. Talk to your doctor about Linzess, linaclotide. Linzess is a prescription medicine that treats IBSC in adults. It's not a laxative. It's a once daily pill that helps you get ahead of your symptoms. It's proven to help you have more frequent and complete bowel movements and helps relieve overall abdominal symptoms, belly pain, discomfort, and bloating. These symptoms were studied in combination, not individually. Do not give Linzess to children less than two. It may harm them. Do not take Linzess if you have a bowel blockage. Get immediate help if you develop unusual or severe stomach pain, especially with bloody or black stools. The most common side effect is diarrhea, sometimes severe. If it's severe, stop taking Linzess and call your doctor right away. Other side effects include gas, stomach area pain, and swelling. Imagine, what could relief from IBSC mean for you? Talk to your doctor and say yes to Linzess. Learn more at Linzess.com or call 1-800-LINZESS. My doctor told me my blood pressure is borderline. I figured I could worry about it or do something about it. So I took control with Garlic Healthy Blood Pressure Formula. It works safely and naturally to help maintain healthy blood pressure with a custom blend of garlic, vitamins, and minerals. And it's odor-free. I'm taking charge with Garlic Healthy Blood Pressure Formula. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. The term natural reference is only the garlic in the product. Use as directed. Offer not valid in all states or where prohibited by law. Loans are subject to lender approval. See website for details. Honey, the credit card bill came, and we're maxed out. Maxed out cards. Rent is due. We just need some extra cash to help us get by. Maybe we should go to 27cash.com. With our bad credit? 27cash.com is one of the largest personal loan networks. They can help people with any type of credit get up to $5,000, and cash can hit our bank account as soon as tomorrow. When you need extra cash, go to 27cash.com. That's 27cash.com. 27cash.com. All right. The Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. So we got a cell phone here. Is that the deal? Uh, in a big way. So Democrats completely embarrassed themselves on the whole book ban conspiracy theory. Oh, They're yeah. banning books in Florida. They shared a snippet of a town hall with Ron DeSantis. A guy accuses Ron DeSantis of banning books, but it's the author that makes this such a self-own here. Oh, roll it. Tell my sister, her friend, a librarian in an elementary school in Florida, had to remove Dr. Seuss book from the library. So she's not going to vote for you. Yeah. Sister's not going to vote for you because she has a friend in Florida who had to remove a Dr. Seuss book. The Democrats' comment was, there it is. Well, some of Dr. Seuss's books were removed and discontinued because the left claims there is racist imagery. Yeah. I do remember that the, story. That was the whole thing. The left canceled Dr. Seuss. It did. <laughs> well, the, the Who's have been unfairly portrayed in those books. 
that's Horton hears a hootie now. Right? <laughs> and the star-bellied snitches, are you kidding me? <laughs> oh, my goodness. We know discrimination exists there. Wow. Uh, happen to see this, and I'm sure there would be some people that would be very upset by it. But it's a study out of the University of Illinois that found that men are better with directions than women. Mm. I saw this. Yeah. Do you believe it? Just no. in your own experience? No. Really? No, not my own experience. You're not the best with directions. I'm not, and thank God for apps on your phone. <laughs> yes, I, I've known this from being friends with you for yeah, over I'm 30 years. Yeah, not good years. with it. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's not, it's not to say every single guy is yeah. better with directions than women. It's, you know, you're going with the law of averages and analytics there. That's what yeah. they're saying. Um, what they did is they had men and women try to navigate their way through a city using only a map or verbal instructions. No way. And the guys performed significantly better than the women did. Now, I love it when they get to this part of the story. Experts uh-huh. uh, used to think maybe men evolved to be better navigators by doing more hunting and gathering. But then there was a study that disproved that. So then they want to know, well, Why? Well, they just think that men get more practice at it, especially when they're young, because society encourages boys to play outside more than girls. Okay. Right. <laughs> there you go. See, there you go. I know. So it always has to get turned around to where, well, it's because women are oppressed or something. Yeah, it's just they're not encouraged. Mm-hmm. That's that's the part of it. So that the guys might, you know, develop these navigational skills at a young age and then have more time to hone them throughout their life. And that's the difference. Okay. Has it ever occurred to anyone? And listen to Jordan Peterson, you know, for years talking about all of the research and studies that have been done. And again, it's never every guy versus every woman. But there are certain things you're born with that you're more apt for. Yeah. Oh, can't have that because that would, what are you saying? There's a God? (laughs) Can't have that. You You don't even need to bring God into it. It's survival. I mean, that. But you're born with it. Mm-hmm. This is the Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. Okay. Biggest story today, David. Uh, biggest story of the day, uh, I think, is, well, the fact that the uh, White House has been caught lying yet again about what's going on at the border. I mentioned earlier, Allie Bradley, who's a reporter for News Nation down at the border, that section in Eagle Pass that mm-hmm. Texas authorities have blocked off. You know, the White House says. They are not allowing the Border Patrol to access the river there, except they are. The the Texas authorities are actually allowing the Border Patrol to access the river. They have their own boat ramp. It's just one lie after another after another. I mean, it, it, it seems to never end. No. Whole piece, too, we'll get to about why Americans have lost faith in the value of college. Coming up. The Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. I'm Jamie Markley, the Gen Xer, the Millennial. That's David Van Camp. And then the sexy boomer, of course, Scott Robbins. Got a news update now, David Van Camp. Yeah, there is. So remember how the mayor of New York City, 
uh, it has filed a lawsuit against Texas bus companies. Oh yeah, that are busing migrants from Texas to uh, to New York City. Well, now one of the companies is suing a mayor of another one of these sanctuary cities, uh, Brandon Johnson in Chicago. Texas-based busing company filed a lawsuit against Chicago over its stringent migrant drop-off ordinance. This is according to Fox News Digital. Wind Transportation LLC accused the sanctuary city of turning its back on asylum seekers. Oh! So in November, Brandon Johnson put in place new regulations that uh, impact where and when bus companies can drop off migrants. Uh, According to the restrictions, only two buses can arrive per hour... Monday through Friday between 8 a.m. and 5.30 p.m. Bus operators have to give city officials advance notice, and they'll receive approval uh, before they can shuttle individuals into the city. Now, companies that fail to comply with the order could get a $3,000 fine and have their buses impounded. Uh, Now, uh, Chicago has also filed more than 50 lawsuits against bus companies transporting the migrants. Uh, saying that 77 buses have violated the city's measures. And so Wind Transportation fired back, filing a lawsuit against Chicago, saying, hey, we, wanna, uh, we want relief here from the court because the city impounded one of the company's buses. They said, hey, you're putting stringent requirements on us and harsh punishments, writing, quote, Rather than welcoming migrants and giving them sanctuary, Chicago is turning its back on those wishing to travel here by enacting an ordinance that targets the transportation companies that transport migrants from our southern border to their desired destination, Chicago, in violation of our constitutional rights. This case is about allowing immigrants the opportunity to call Chicago home. That's brilliant. Yep. That is awesome. That's brilliant. Yep. By the way, I just saw a little clip. Uh, Tucker Carlson did this whole piece about illegal immigration. And part of it is in Chicago. And the cameras go to O'Hare Airport, you know, in the terminal. They've got, you know, these black curtains all along, you know, all the way down this corridor. Like, what, what are they hiding? It's it's basically, you know, tents inside Yes, for the people here yeah. illegally, yeah. everywhere. Talk to anybody who's flown in or out of O'Hare recently. Yeah. And so as they're, you know, trying to, you know, put their cameras on, it had some, you know, people here illegally flipping them off and everything else. But they also described the stench. Yeah. How overpowering it was once you, you know, like pull back the curtain a little bit. I mean, you can't have people living like that. And this is not sustainable. And again, just stating the obvious, we don't have a leader saying, hey, world, you can't come. It's closed. Because we got enough dopes in the country saying, well, that's xenophobic and racist. You can't take care of people. It, it's well, again, what do you want us to do? What? Um, buy an electric car. Okay, thank you. <laughs> do that. Do that's that. the cure-all. Of course. Mm-hmm. Speaking of which... Uh, Davos, World Economic Forum. Uh, They're talking about many different things there. It's weird because they're talking a lot about AI. They're talking about technology, yet they had this woman with some sort of, I don't know, 
prayer dance song where she's coughing in people's faces because you got to get back to people's indigenous roots. Yeah, or which made no sense. It was just pandering nonsense. And then you get speakers up there like John Kerry. Yeah. Uh, well, you already heard part of this. I yeah. am convinced beyond any doubt that because of the decisions being made in the marketplace now, because, I mean, you know as well as I do, even if, uh, you know, I don't want this, obviously, but if you wound up with a different president who was opposed to climate crisis, I got news for you. No one politician anywhere in the world can undo what is happening now. It's the biggest transformation in the economies of the world in all of human history. I'm not quite sure what the message was there. Was he trying to say, please don't vote for Trump? Or it doesn't matter if you do or you don't. <laughs> kind of said it doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah. In a way. It's sort of strange. Um, I'll consider the source weirdo. Well, maybe we should get someone that's more of an expert that would have a little more credibility right, with you, I'm, Scott. I'm game. Um, You've been an old fan of his, a lot of respect. I don't even think I need to give him an introduction. The fossil fuel polluters use a portion uh, of... That's right, it's Al Gore. Not again. Of course it is. How many times has Al Gore been wrong in the last 25 years? How much time do we a have lot. on the show? Yeah. But he's still the expert. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Use a portion of their wealth from digging up dead things uh, from the earth and burning them in ways that destroy the future of humanity. They use some of their wealth... Uh, to confuse people. I get a little exercised about this. What's he worth again? $200 million? Uh, Lots. All right. Yeah. Somewhere in that ballpark? Okay, just checking. Uh, because I've watched it for a long time, and it's driven by pure greed. <laughs> pure greed. If we deploy uh, electric vehicles, <laughs> solar, wind, batteries, green hydrogen, and the rest, and we get to true net zero, temperatures on the Earth will stop going up almost immediately. <laughs> well, you hadn't heard that before, had you? That's, no, it's like the weird... True green! True green! <laughs> yeah, that's... Uh, what was that? And then like, you go right back to the way you were talking before. That's like that's like Austin Powers, uh, you know, after he yeah. comes out of the, the being frozen and he can't control the volume of my voice! <laughs> but it's only for a few seconds. True green! Goes back to the regular, mono-y, boring-sounding person that he really is. I don't know that this happened. Grifter on the planet. But if I'm to guess, there was some sort of coach that said, okay, obviously you've heard before your monotone in your delivery. You need to punch a few things. And then you overdo it. That would be my guess. I don't know that for sure. Pure greed. <laughs> then he says it twice just for to make sure we heard him the first time. Yeah, I think he did. For a long time. And it's driven by pure greed. Pure greed. If we deploy, yeah, yeah, yeah. gotta punch it again. <laughs> that sort of thing. Right back to it'll be deployed by pure greed. What <laughs> <laughs> a weirdo! Just a complete weirdo. I saw part of this on yeah. Fox last night, and then I mentioned this earlier. Uh, rice is bad. Just bad. Rice, rice is bad, huh? I thought it was good. Well, it might be good for you, but harvesting—I mean, planting. Dude, do you know what this is doing to the environment? In most of Asia, rice is still grown with traditional methods, which requires flooding the fields. And when you flood the fields, you, you basically kill the weeds with water, um, which sounds good, except it takes huge amounts of water. They basically decompose underwater, and when they do that, they release methane. And so, actually, rice production is one of the... <laughs> Dude, 
I love playing a piece of audio that Van Camp hasn't heard, and the rolling of the eyes is incredible. Well, I Robbins, mean, I'm used to him just getting triggered on different things. Golly. But that really sensed I, it for you, man. I mean, rice production has been happening in Asia for like 13,000 years. They've been killing the planet. It's been terrible. It's, it's a long game, isn't it? Right? They're trying to kill everybody. 13,000 well, years now. ago, some farmer was like, hey, I'm tired mm-hmm. of my family starving, right, and I'd yeah, like to right. kill the planet. But Let's now grow rice. Pure green! Pure green! Pure green! <laughs> Here's the rest of the rice take. And so, actually, rice production is one of the largest producers of methane, which is, you know, many times more more toxic in terms of greenhouse gas emissions there you go stop with that and all these people taking private flights in and then they get indignant when you criticize that hey you're flying all over the planet your carbon footprint is many times larger than mine and they're like but i'm saving the world i mean i'm just sitting here thinking imagine if you if you spent years like donating thousands of dollars knocking on doors raising money for an organization that wanted to lower youth smoking rates. Mm-hmm. And then you go to a conference and you find out that every single person who runs the organization that you have worked your tail off for is a chain smoker. They're out <laughs> back sucking down lung darts. You'd be yeah. a little disillusioned, wouldn't you? You know what I would say? Pure huh. greed. <laughs> Pure greed. That's exactly what I got. Save that one. We got, we'll have that one. <laughs> That'll be into our greatest hits file very soon. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, you need to cough in all their faces like that one, like, ah! <laughs> right. To cure them of what That was the them. weirdest clip yeah, of really the week was. right there. No doubt. Okay, uh, update in California about COVID, David? Oh, I just think it's funny, just as a, we don't have to spend a whole lot of time on it, but California health officials have lowered the amount of time you need to isolate if you have COVID. Okay. Uh, one day. Isolate for a day. Okay. Take a day off and then go back to work. You're fine. Got it. Can you imagine if you would have uttered that three and a half years oh, ago? No kidding. Blood on your hands, killer. <laughs> and I've been waiting for this story. Because I think you already know it, Scott. David has the story. I haven't heard it yet. There's a dude that dug up his neighbor's yard. Yeah. Guy in Connecticut, according to WF. SB, uh, 62-year-old Mark Uderstedt had been charged with a risk of inter- in- sorry risk of injury, second-degree threatening, fourth-degree criminal mischief, breach of peace, and simple trespass. Uh, and well, he dug up the neighbor's yard uh, because he said they were pirates. According to the police statement, the caller's husband confronted him about being on his property and digging up his yard. He started to yell and scream obscenities directed uh, at this man and young children. Then he swung his rock rake in the direction of the caller's husband in a threatening manner. He told officers he was digging up the yard because he believed the neighbors were attempting to install a uh, a water line and that they were pirates. Maybe you hadn't heard that story, Scott. No. <laughs> you I look had, confused. I, I do. Bewildered. Yes. Yes. Did he have a peg leg and an eye patch? Or- <laughs> well, the neighbors might have. Okay. To me, I want to hear a little bit more about this because, you know, liberal media for a long time has been trying to cover up the existence of Connecticut pirates. That's probably true. Got to watch out for that. 
I'm sure there's a podcast with it on there. <laughs> Backyard Pirates. Every time I hear that, I can't help but think of that line from Ron Burgundy, smelly pirate hooker. <laughs> and I think it's because it was right after the Davos story, because the hookers, I mean, it's like crazy business in Davos. Oh, yeah, oh, big yeah. time. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, escorts. Yeah. Yeah, all the all the elites, they, they don't mess around with the hookers. No. Okay. Or not the call girls. No, no, no. It's escorts. Like massive amounts of money. That's crazy. And they fall in love with them and get married, pretty woman. Yeah, because that always happens. Exactly, in real life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We got to get to another news update. Oh, and set you up with the Friday Five. We got a fun one today. Uh, all coming up right here. It's the last ride, but your symptoms of irritable bowel syndrome with constipation, or IBSC, are taking you for a ride. What should you do? Keep managing your constipation with belly pain the same old way? Or try getting ahead of your symptoms by talking to your doctor about treating it with Linzess, linaclotide. Linzess is a prescription medicine that treats IBSC in adults. It's not a laxative. It's a once-daily pill that helps you get ahead of your symptoms. It's proven to help you have more frequent and complete bowel movements and helps relieve overall abdominal symptoms, belly pain, discomfort, and bloating. These symptoms were studied in combination, not individually. Do not give Linzess to children less than two. It may harm them. Do not take Linzess if you have a bowel blockage. Get immediate help if you develop unusual or severe stomach pain, especially with bloody or black stools. The most common side effect is diarrhea, sometimes severe. If it's severe, stop taking Linzess and call your doctor right away. Other side effects include gas, stomach area pain, and swelling. Imagine, what could relief from IBSC mean for you? Talk to your doctor and say yes to Linzess. Learn more at Linzess.com or call 1-800-LINZESS. Hey guys, this is Dr. Williams, radio show host and chief scientific officer at Invite Health, and I hear from men every day about their struggles with erectile dysfunction and prostate issues from bad sleep, no energy, problems performing in the bedroom. With 25 years of satisfied customers, we know that our powerful blend of clinically studied nutrients and prostate HX can help. Order your bottle of prostate HX today and get 50% off. Order two bottles and receive a free bottle of our testosterone-enhancing formula, Masculine HX. Call 800 671-9900. That's 800-671-9900. If you want better sleep, more energy, and of course stamina, call us now for Prostate HX. And don't forget to get your free bottle of our testosterone-boosting masculine HX. Call 800-671-9900. That's 800-671-9900. Or go to ProstateHX.com. That's ProstateHX.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. All right, the Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. I'm Jamie Markley. That's David Van Camp. There's Scott Robbins. Wall Street Journal today. Quite a long piece called Why Americans Have Lost Faith in the Value of College. If you could answer that in one sentence, David Van Camp, what would you say? Because it's been exposed as a giant money-making scam that's also killing America. That's pretty good. Scott, you got one? Yeah, and it's full of leftist freaks. <laughs> Oh. Is there an echo in here? <laughs> I you think about differently. Think about all these other things in life where you would invest your money in. Yeah. What has the worst return on investment for so many people? Not everybody. Depends on what you're going into. Yeah. But for a lot of people, 
it it doesn't make financial sense. But I mean, you can read this whole piece. I mean, it's how did one of the crown jewels of American society squander so much confidence so quickly? To me, this has been going on for a long time, but they're talking about, you know, the pandemic. Well, things that... started to shake. Yes, things got exposed. Yeah. And certainly what's happened over the last four months mm-hmm. since what happened in Israel hasn't been good. Nope. Some more things have been exposed. But as far as crushing student loan debt, that's been a story for a while. Yeah, it has. And that's the, thing is the pandemic marked the moment the College for All model finally cracked. Talking about how, you know, for years between 1965 and 2011, university enrollment increased nearly fourfold to 21 million. But again, if you're, if you're going $80,000 in debt to get a job that only pays $30,000 a year, that's pretty tough. Yeah, it's a terrible investment. It's usually kind of what it comes down to. Okay. It's Flex Friday today, isn't it? It is Flex Friday today. Prize Picks is the largest daily fantasy sports platform in North America. It's the easiest way to play. It's just you against the numbers. Yeah, you pick more or less than stat projections on two to six players. It is that simple. Um, and you mentioned Flex Friday. Uh, that means the prizes can get even more enticing. Nice. And you can win up to 100 times your money with just four correct picks. You can turn $10 into 1000 so there's weekly promotions, and like you just said, it's Flex Friday. Mm-hmm. Okay. So and there's also the reboot policy. Got to mention that, too. Yeah, that, it's basically where your your players still stay in play, even if one of them gets injured. It's, it's basically an insurance policy in case somebody doesn't return for the second half of a game or something like that. They're the only daily fantasy sports uh, 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 platform that offers this. And you can get started right now. You just go to prizepicks.com forward slash MVCR. Use code MVCR for the first deposit match up to $100. Again, that's prizepicks.com forward slash MVCR. Okay. Flex Pri- on them, baby. Prize Picks Daily Fantasy Sports made easy. Now we got to get ready for the Friday Five. Yes. Okay, this was suggested to us. Like, this would be a good countdown for you guys to do. It's the greatest title tracks of all time. And we narrowed this down to rock and pop. Title track from an album. Okay. The name of the album and the name of the song. On the same album. Yes. Okay. So we're going through this to put this together because we've never done it before. It's a good idea. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of bands that didn't do many title tracks. No. Like Led Zeppelin's completely out of play. Right. And other bands, I don't have to mention, but think about it. If you were to put together a list of the greatest title tracks of all time, what would be in your top five? Hey, a clear number one comes to mind right away. I think we all have the same number one. Is that true? Uh, Yes, that's true. Okay. If you want to get in early, the number is 1-888-485-MVCR. That's 1-888-485-MVCR. It's the Friday Five. Greatest title tracks next right here. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, and Scott Robbins. We just become best friends. Yep. Making sense of it all. Now I get it. And having some fun. Lighten up, Francis. This is the Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show.
The Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Jamie Morton, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Friday, that means our countdown, the Friday Five, kicking off. The countdown is on. You know what this means? It's our favorite time of the week. The Friday Five. It will test your head and your mind and your brain. On the Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. Friday Five, countdown we do every Friday. Take a little break from news, have some fun. And today, I don't want to give away the source yet, but this was suggested to us to do this countdown, the greatest title tracks of all time. And we're doing this in the pop and rock world. Because if we included country, man, it would be long. Yeah. Okay. And so, and it can be confusing is it really the title track to the album you could be fooled by this yeah like dark side of the moon uh doesn't have a song called dark side of the moon on it uh correct led zeppelin houses of the holy wasn't on the album houses of the holy well zoso either there's no song called zoso (laughs) or four or Or three or Or presence yeah and through the outdoor yeah so zeppelin's really out of play um but if you're thinking, okay, yeah, that was the title of the album and the song. Yeah, that's one of the best of all time. Whatever you're thinking, the number, one 485 mvcr And for one of the few times, we all agreed on number one, but the rest of the top five is not agreed on. Oh, yeah, it was. I, I liked the top five, but we just didn't agree on every single one at Which all. Which makes it fun. Yeah. Yeah, sure does. All right, who's first today? Let's start off with Brenton in Oregon. Hey, man. Hey, guys. How you doing? Doing great. What you thinking for title track? Well, I hope to get a walk off with this one. The first CD I ever bought, I think I was 10, uh, ACDC Back in Black. Boy, what a great first CD to buy, too. That's fantastic. Number one. Yeah. Anything. I just want to listen. Yeah. That is one of those few songs. And of course, this was what, seven years before you were born, David? Yeah. So you've, it's been around your entire life, Scott. Yeah. Did you ever get tired of it? No. Yeah. It would come on, you're like, oh yeah, man. Always. Almost every song of that album I still love to hear. Yes. I, you know, I, you shook me maybe not as often as I used to, but, you know, I still like hearing it. Oh, yeah. Shoot the thrill. Giving the dog a bone. Giving the a lot dog of subtlety. Yeah. Let me put my love into you. Right. That was poetry. poetry. I wouldn't. Yes. It took me forever to figure out what they were talking about when they said, let me put my love into you. <laughs> no. Weird. It made you a thinker. It did. Yeah. See? <laughs> Educational. Yeah. All right. So a great number one for title track. Who's next? Uh, let's talk to Woody in Vancouver. Hey, Woody. Hey, guys, love your show. Jamie, your chat GPT speech was brilliant, except you didn't include one thing. Oh. Electric school buses. I know. Oh. Dang, yeah. we got to write, rewrite it. Yeah, Gives me something to improve on. Yeah. Thanks, Woody. My song by Prince, Purple Rain. Purple Rain is one of the all-time big ones. But didn't make the top five. You played this at Top 40 Radio, Scott. Big time. Why did it not make the top five? I guess test of time, perhaps. 
That's what you said. Yeah, I don't hear it very much, anything from that album. I do hear that song. It kind of came back after he died. Yeah, and after the Super Bowl performance that he did. Uh, yes. I mean, I, I don't know. Test Time's pretty good. Not not as good as some of the other songs that wound up making him five, for sure. Yes. It's weird, too. One of the best parts of the song is the solo. Oh, great. But you top 40 people cut that out. we got other songs to get to, Dave. You know. <laughs> right, exactly. If you want to have a hit, you got to make it fit, so they cut it down to 305. Okay. Billy Joel knew that years ago. All right. Greatest title tracks of all time. Who's next, David? Uh, let's talk to John in Oregon. Hey, John. Hey, gentlemen. Love your show, man. Love everything you guys do. Oh, thanks, John. Thank you. Yeah, I was going to go with the guys in the makeup from the 70s, but I thought it'd be too close to today's society. So I went with Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band. Yes. That didn't make the top five. I was kind of surprised. It's a tough yeah, that's, to get. that's a big one. I think I'm the only one who had it in the five. It may be, yeah. And I love the Beatles, but that... I mean, it's like a 10 and a 10, right? And some of this, you had a lot of 10 and 10, and then it comes down to personal like. Yeah. yeah. And you could say, well, that's like a six. It may not make it. Right. Just the way it goes. Uh, I think the other band he was referencing there. Of course, more poetry, Love Gun from Kiss. How did that not make the five? <laughs> that was <rot. laughs> Oh, come on. It's still fun, isn't it? Oh, of course it is. Yes, it is. All right, who's next, David? Uh, let's talk to Chris in Missouri. Hey, Chris. Hey, Dave. Hey, guys. Uh, hey, Scott. Or, I'm sorry, uh, Jamie. I got to say I am disappointed with you. No Queen Drake. Come on. Dude, Two this is a tough on. list. I, listen, man, you got, I, listen, I was arguing this to Robin just There's Empire. There's Operation Mind Crime. Thank you. Uh, thank but, you. But you, you only have warning. seven honorable mentions. I understand. I know. I, I got tough. one of them, and I'm happy with that because this is my favorite album by them, Master of Puppets, Metallica. There you go, yeah. Chris, a metalhead. Love that. Am I the only one here that loves Master of Puppets? I like it a lot, yeah. Okay. It's a little, little heavy for your taste, Scotty. Yeah, you know me. Dude, that's an epic. <laughs> that whole album, man. I'm not disputing that. I'm just... Okay. Personal taste is personal taste. It know? is. It mm -hmm. didn't make it into the five. Yeah. All right. Okay, again, greatest title tracks of all time. Back in black, number one. Still looking for two, three, four, and five. Okay, who's next? Uh, let's talk to Bob in Virginia. Hey, Bob. Yeah. Yo, Bob. What you thinking for title track? Hey man, uh, first one I got uh, uh, got arrested for double vision, foreigner. Oh man! As a young teenager, nah, that's where it goes. Uh, I feel like, like I booted the guy that. Knows in the gym. Yeah, I feel like I booted that. That was would a that big, have, big record. It was big, but it would it have made the five when you look at everything else in the they five? Tested to, I don't know, man. It would have, I don't know. I mean, I, there was all these different songs. I completely of like, kicked that one though. Well, okay. So, as an example, you got Double Vision. You got Dream Police from Cheap Trick. I'll play one that made your honorable mention that I don't think anyone's going to call. Yeah, okay. For. Okay. And that was. Oh, 
Asia, yeah. I, that's inexplicable to me. I'm sorry, man. If you're limiting it down to seven honorable mentions. Uh, so Asia from Steely Dan, yes. Yeah. Double Vision, no. I totally blew it on Double Vision, I'll admit it. But I love Asia. I love the album. Okay. All right. <laughs> I know it's not your thing. I get it. <laughs> I'd never Plus, heard no the song. no master of puppets. Well, <laughs> I'd never heard of that song before, and I the got it. I'm like, okay, I'm oh. in. I'll, I'll listen to it. And then I'm like, what are you? What is this? I said to Scott yesterday, I'm like, dude, I, doing rock radio and classic rock radio for years, we never played that. And you're like, what? No, that was big. I don't think. I don't know if I said it was big. Maybe I did. <laughs> <laughs> but I, it, it was big. In, it was big with me anyway. I listened. Okay. Oh, so there we're going go. personal stereo. I listened to that album a lot. Okay. What had Deacon Blues on it? Had Peg on it? Well, it was big to me, FM, so then it's fine. Josie. I well, mean, you, they were all in there. It was big to me. That's the new criteria. Well, except balls to the wall. Yeah, made mine. <laughs> Is that the way it works? I'm just not as sophisticated <laughs> with my musical taste as except. <laughs> balls to the wall is still relevant. Right. Relevant today, Scott. <laughs> of course. All right, who's next, David? <laughs> Let's talk to uh, Bill in Michigan. Hey, Bill. Hey, guys. How are we doing today? Doing great, Bill. How are you, man? Oh, uh, fantastic. We'd be freezing our patooties off up here in, in oh, Occupied oh, Michigan. Yeah. Yep, yeah. up here in Occupied Michigan. I'd almost rather be Red Dawn than what the way they're doing it now. <laughs> Wolverines! Yes. <laughs> yeah, national championships, baby. You Congrats. Bet. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. We've been damn fine with that. So, hey, I was thinking uh, Bruce Springsteen, Born to Run. Well, there's Born to Run, and then there was Born in the USA. Take your pick. I think most Springsteen fans would say Born to Run. It's a great album. Love this song. Still do. Really? I have some friends that love it. I'll tell you what, man, it's a new year. And if I could read Fan Camp's mind, it is he's thinking, hey, why do I spoil it for Scott? I'll just let him have his moment. Oh, uh, yeah. I, I mean, I attacked the Steely Dan thing. I'm not going to talk about how the, the only reason people like Bruce Springsteen is because other people told them they had to like <laughs> Bruce Springsteen. Yeah. I think there's something to be said about your statement, what mm -hmm. you said right there. However, uh, Born to Run is still, to me, a classic record. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All, all the way through. That is, I mean, when you're talking about biggest, greatest title 10th tracks. 10th Avenue, Freeze Out, Jungle Land. I mean, yeah. From that album. Yeah. Yes. All right. You we're still looking for two, three, four, and five. Wow. Do we just suck at picking or what? I don't know. I think there's I, just a lot can, of good picks. I'll tell you, man, every one of those songs, I mean... Those are classics. All right, the numbers one eight 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 four eight five MVCR. Greatest title tracks of all time. We'll wrap it up. Just a few. You never know what's going to happen from one day to the next. That's why it's so important to plan ahead. Start the new year with Policy Genius. Policy Genius helps you compare your options from top companies. In just a few clicks, you can find your lowest price. Even if you already have a life insurance policy through work. 
It may not offer enough protection for your family's needs, and it may not follow you if you leave your job. With Policy Genius, you can find life insurance policies that start at just 292 bucks per year for $1 million of coverage. Some options offer same-day approval and avoid unnecessary medical exams. Policy Genius has licensed, award-winning agents who can help you find the best fit for your needs. They work for you, not the insurance companies, so you can trust their guidance. No wonder they have thousands of five-star reviews on Google and Trustpilot. Save time and money and give your family a financial safety net with Policy Genius. Head to PolicyGenius.com to get your free life insurance quotes and see how much you could save. That's PolicyGenius.com. Pizza's here. Oh, great. I'd love some, but I'm worried about my stomach issues. If you're worried about having diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or loose oily stools, it may not just be stomach issues. It could be a condition called exocrine pancreatic insufficiency, or EPI. With EPI, the pancreas doesn't release enough enzymes to break down food, but EPI is manageable. Use the symptom checker on identifyepi.com and talk to your doctor. That's identifyepi.com. Sponsored by AbbVie. Offer not valid in all states or where prohibited by law. Loans are subject to lender approval. See website for details. Honey, the credit card bill came, and we're maxed out. Maxed out cards. Rent is due. We just need some extra cash to help us get by. Maybe we should go to 27cash.com. With our bad credit? 27cash.com is one of the largest personal loan networks. They can help people with any type of credit get up to $5,000, and cash can hit our bank account as soon as tomorrow. When you need extra cash, go to 27cash.com. That's 27cash.com. 27cash.com. The Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. All right, get to a news update in the Robbins trifecta in a bit. we got to wrap up our Friday Five. Number one. Yeah. <laughs> Greatest title tracks of all time. There's your number one. Back in black, ACDC. We just happen to be looking for two, three, four, and five. Great honorable mentions. Like Sgt. Pepper from the Beatles. Love Gun. <laughs> Master of Puppets, Metallica. Purple Rain from Prince. A lot of great title tracks. Some bands didn't have any. But we got to get back to it. Who's up next, David? Uh, let's talk to John. Hey, John. Hey, how's it going today, guys? Great, John. What are you thinking for title track? I'm thinking uh, Little Eagles, Hotel California. Huge. Number three. You can check out okay, that's a 10 and a 10. Yeah. What a great solo that is, too. A great Joe Walsh. Felder. Yeah, that's awesome. Felder's in the video. I thought he was gone. Oh, no, that's right. It was uh, Bernie Leighton. You are fake news. Yeah. I couldn't remember who Joe Walsh replaced. You ever see that video of them live? Yeah. It's great. Who's got the double deck? Isn't that Felder? Yes. Yeah. I believe so. Yeah, that definitely, that was my number two behind Back in Black. But something else made number two. I can't wait to see who had it up that high. All right, who's next, David? Uh, Let's talk to Joey in Salem. Hey, Joey. Happy Friday, fellas. What's up, buddy? Oh, it's a beautiful day. Trying to stay warm. Yeah, buddy. Good luck. I'm surprised I actually got in because I called late, but uh, my suggestion or my guess would be bad company's bad company off bad company. Yes. Number five. Bad company. 
the big album, big song. But that was close too, wasn't it? That was very close. But it eked it out by like one point. It eked out what, what didn't make the pop. So you had Bad Company and Scott. I think so. David? Yes, I did. But I did because I had, it was between that and Working on a night Bob Seger, the Silver Bullet Band. From page that was huge. Utah. That's a test of timer. Yep. A lot of great ones. Okay. Still looking for number four and number two. Who's next, David? Uh, let's talk to uh, Nancy. Hey, Nancy. Yeah, hi. Hi, Nancy. Yes, hello, hello. Are we ready? We are ready. What are you thinking? Elton Yellow Road. Great call. Yes, Nancy. Number four. Come on, Scott, give it to him. Come on, stuff. That's a great song. Go hit that note now, Elton. That's tough. That's why we have background singers. Boy, oh boy. Somebody's always trying that at karaoke. It's a bad move. Hard song to sing. They're really tough, man. Okay. So that's obviously deserving. Did everyone have that in their five? I think so. I did not have that in my five. Not a favorite of yours? No. It, well, yeah, it just came down to personal like. And like you said, I mean, you can give it a six or a seven even, and it'll get beat out. Yes, because it starts with a 10 and a 10. How big it is, test of time, all that. All right. We got time for another one? Uh, Yeah. Let's talk to Doug in Portland. Hey, Doug. Hey, how's it going? Great, Doug. What are you thinking? Uh, Eagles, wish you were here. Hmm. Pink Floyd, wish you were here. Or Pink Floyd, I'm sorry. Pink Floyd, yes. But that's not number two. No. It's a big one, though. Do you want to talk about your love of Pink Floyd, Scott? I didn't think so. I love this song. It's a great song. I would guess if you did rock radio as long as I did, may have gotten a little tired. <laughs> yeah. The like that. may not be as much. It's like the deeper cuts I like. Okay, number two. I think it may be hard to pick because I don't think people think of the album as much as just the song itself. Yeah. Because the song itself was big. Never went away. Total test of timer for number two. Number two. I'm a picker, I'm a grinner, I'm a lover, and I'm a just, maybe it's just me. Do you ever turn off the Joker? Never. Yeah. Those Steve Miller songs, man. You talk about test of time. They just always sound good. They're yeah. fun. Take the money and run. I still crank. Oh, yeah. I All good. Yes. This is the Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. That was a fun Friday yeah. Five. Yeah, it was I, good. I saw the music video, and I just, again, appreciate heavy guys showing up for us. You know, it's good. For the Joker? Yeah. I've never seen the video. Well, the video, you know, he's, I mean, it, he, was a, he was a little squishy. Yeah, he's a little girthy. Yeah. Did they do a video when the song was actually a current? 
Uh, this looked like it was some sort of promotional video for it. Yeah, yeah. like it's a live performance, but the it's a live performance. The yeah. recording is is overdone. Yeah. Okay. And I, I got to go find that somewhere. I've never seen it. So I'm thinking like the first music music video was Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh yeah, I remember that because that was like a video. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right, we got to get to the biggest story of the day. We got to get a news update, and we got the Robin's trifecta all coming up right here. Markley Van Camp and Robbins show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Got the Robbins trifecta and a few news update. David Van Camp. Uh, Alec Baldwin. You know, he killed a woman. I remember that. That's right. In 2021. Uh, He was indicted once, and then that kind of fell apart because of some sloppiness on the part of the prosecutor who was tasked with uh, overseeing the case. So this case went to a grand jury, and the grand jury has now indicted actor Alec Baldwin on uh, what were the exact charges? Uh, do, 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 involuntary manslaughter. Whoa. So, well. I mean, th- this is a historical moment in American history and the system of justice we have here in the United States. This is the first time both a president and his Saturday Night Live impersonator have been indicted multiple times. That has never happened okay. before. Save this tape from this show, all right? Because someday that was going to be in the archives. Someday, that right? I mean that. Yes, that, that someday, news you just gave us, David. Yeah, I mean, is revolutionary. Twenty twenty years from now, that's going to be some uh, like pub trivia night question, right? Yes, it will be. Yeah, call the broadcast Hall of Fame in a nondescript building somewhere. <laughs> so, without knowing a whole lot about it, you think there's something to it? I've I've always said there's something to it. Yeah, he, I know. I this this charge is yeah. Uh, wow, you know involuntary the involuntary manslaughter. Yeah, yeah, and again, we'll have to see what what the actual uh, indictment reads uh, later on. This is breaking news right now, so. We'll see what it what it says, but as a producer of the film, he was responsible for maintaining safety on the set. And if this yeah. grand jury has heard uh, what we've heard just at news reports, if they've heard witness testimony about sloppiness with firearms on the set, which, I mean, they had a negligent discharge on the set before this happened. And if you're a producer, you're, part of your responsibilities, in addition to providing funding, would be the management of the set, presumably. And Okay. And- Tell me, this is the way I remember it. And this could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure at the time, the initial reports were you had guys um, with, like, little competitions, target practice. Yeah, they were plinking. Yeah. Okay, and he was part of that. Yes, that's not going to bode well for him. Uh, no, it's not. Think. And then the armorer the other day I just saw not taking a plea deal. Doesn't want it. Yeah. And you would think because the person she thinks she's innocent. Mm-hmm. 
Because remember, and it was predicted, and I think you predicted it too, David, that all the blame is going to go on her. Oh, and I, I you and know, she also, if I remember right, so many different cases, um, didn't do the cleanest job. Just put it that way. No, they they said that there were, uh, I believe, one of the reports was uh, they had live ammunition uh, stored alongside the set ammunition, the fake ammunition, and which is never do that. <laughs> You know, and that that's you're not really I mean, again, common sense would tell you you don't keep real ammunition anywhere near a, a what a gun that you're using as a prop. Right. Um and so there was also reports that she was hung over the day of the shooting and maybe that mm-hmm. had something to do with it. But there had been again sloppiness with firearms on the set before and I, I, I don't think she's free from blame at all based on the evidence that I've seen in, in published news reports and in court filings. Um, but also, if you're her boss, she should have been fired. Right. Very interesting. Uh, another piece of news. I don't know if you've heard of this trend. People are snorting caffeine. Did you see that? No. Apparently, there was a product called Want a Bump that launched last year. It's white powder. looks like cocaine, but it's legal. You can get it on Amazon. Build as instant energy on demand. And it's now circulating in the news because on social media, people are talking about it. But, you know, experts are saying, hey, don't buy it. Just because it's illegal doesn't mean it's safe. Saying, you know, you drink caffeine or get it from, you know, like chocolate. It absorbs into your body gradually. But it happens a lot faster if you snort it and you can overdose. Well, if it's safe, why is it legal? If it's not safe, I mean, if you, I don't get it. So it's is a string of products of that exist. at all? I don't know. It's very strange. Bump. It also says if you do it regularly, it can mess up your nasal passages like cocaine does. Oh, God. The old Hollywood people have to have nose reconstruction. Yes. <laughs> Stevie Nicks. Wasn't that the word? Yeah. Did that really happen? I don't know. I have read that somewhere. Yeah. Um, oh, they said you'd have to chug. Do you know how many cups of coffee? No. To OD on caffeine? Uh-uh. What would you guess? 20. I guess it would, it's higher. I guess it would depend on the milligram, on the dosage of caffeine, but on average, I'd say 100 cups of coffee. 28. Ah, oh, dang it. Oh. Yeah. But there's also caffeinated nasal spray that's called... Turbo snort. Man, we're all looking for a bump, aren't we, huh? A little rush? Yeah. Oh. Wow. Turbo order to, snort. In order That's to... got some vitamin B mixed in it, apparently. For buzz? <laughs> no, it's a real vitamin B. Oh, God. It's gonna, crazy, dude. You have late night commercials featuring Hunter Biden. Hi, I'm. <laughs> I'm you know, Hunter I legally want to get snort. high. Yeah. I like turbo snort. Well, you, it's, you know. It's like the non-alcoholic beer that I'll do every once in a while. It's like I'm grilling out. A beer goes with that, so a non-alcoholic beer happens. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, Hunter's going to get on his laptop. He's going to do – he feels like he does a bump. Mm-hmm. Just do, you know, caffeine instead of cocaine. Something tells me he's not going to stop there. I don't know. Yeah, Just, probably. Yeah, All right. Yeah. You ready for your big three? Yeah, let's go. Here we go. Are you ready? One, two, buckle my shoe it's the three most important news stories of the day. I hit the trifecta. Well, at least according to Scott Robbins. It's the trifecta on the Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. 
Every day about this time, the Scott Robbins trifecta, his top three, helped by his hero. Hi, it's me, Casey. NFL playoffs tomorrow, buddy. Come on, I got some pizzas. Let's go. Mama told me not to come. Why? I Why? You could. I'm ready. You know where I live, right? Yeah. Okay. Three. <laughs> Number three. <laughs> Pennsylvania Senator, Democrat out of uh, Pennsylvania, uh, John Fetterman. You're saying he's making sense again. This guy, I don't know what's going on with him. We mercilessly mocked him, and a lot of it had to do with the fact that this guy had some wild ideas about government and what they should do. Well, yeah. But John Fetterman said this week he's going to go to the floor next week and force a vote on the resolution that would bar senators indicted on national security issues from attending any classified briefings. Now, this is directly aimed at Bob Menendez, a Democrat. The move would, have, by the way, have a member that would have to be under the guise of whatever this ruling is, so that would eliminate him. Here's his quote, John Fetterman. Okay. We should have chucked this sleaze ball a long time ago. But now we're looking up to move a resolution to the floor, and we're going to call on unanimous consent so we can stop any senator that's being accused of being a foreign agent from attending any classified briefings, period. What's the play? I don't know, but he keeps doing this. Yeah. Like what seems to be like rational, normal stuff. Well. When he talks about chucking this sleaze ball, I like that. There's something else going on there. What, what is it, though? What's his play? What's well, his plan? I, I don't. I don't like this, actually. And I, I think Bob Menendez is a sleazeball, and I, I think he's credibly accused. But if we're going to be concerned about weaponization of the DOJ and you say, hey, we're going we're gonna to pass a law that says you can't attend classified briefings, you can't do certain things if you're under indictment, I'm just remembering what happened with Trump. I mean, I know he wasn't ever indicted while president, obviously, but I mean— you could then just have a Justice Department going around and, and accusing everybody, any political opponent, of taking bribes from foreign entities. There's something going on. I just It's one just... thing to just, you know, answer a question making common sense. It's another to do this. There's a play. Yeah. Something's happening. How right. about if you just narrow it and say, guys with with gold bars stuffed in the pockets <laughs> of their suit coats? How about, How about we do that? Make it more... Specific. I'm, I'm serious. You could do this if it's a resolution. You, you just say, "We're passing a resolution saying Bob can't do this anymore." <laughs> yeah, right. Don't yeah. don't be a Bob. Bob's yeah, right. Done. Now on with the countdown. Oh, the Scott Robbins trifecta top three of the day. Two. Uh, you want to talk about Representative Barbara Lee, who made it a, a a wild claim on CNN. This is again. Here we go with this stuff. This is a crazy, wild claim that she made. Concerning race. Roll it. I was walking from the House building on Capitol Hill to the Capitol, and a man, a white guy, stopped me and told me I could not get into the member's elevator. And, you know, we have uh, pens, and I was going to vote. And he blocked me from getting into the elevator and told me I was not a member of Congress, and it was for members only. I said, sir, I'm a member of Congress. And he, I showed him my pen, and he said, whose pen did you steal? Now, this is an example of what personal racism is and how people of color constantly have to deal with this each and every day. Yeah, and when she stepped into the elevator... She noticed a door, 
and it was a pull on the door shaped like a tiny noose. I, <laughs> I thought you were serious for a second. Like what? I'm 100% certain that's made up. And I'll tell you why. Because she's never said one word about it before prior to this. You would be screaming from the mountaintops if this story wasn't definitely true. And there should be video evidence concerning where she's telling us where she was Just so when I it happened. When is she saying this happened? We don't know. I yeah. don't know. The the news anchor didn't ask. The news anchor, no. Caitlin Collins, just said, well, I'm sorry you went through that. Yeah. Dude, I'd, I'd love to know. Like, again, I, I looked for it this morning if she has ever mentioned that before, and maybe there is an anecdote somewhere in some book I'll never read uh, that she wrote. I don't know. But I could not find any reference today of her ever telling that story. Yeah. I, I think a lot of people are going to be calling BS that. And it, the follow-up's got to be somewhere sometime. When did it happen? Well, it w- you would wonder, yeah. Yeah. I mean, and Jesse Smollett's going to play here in the made-for-TV movie. <laughs> and the countdown continues. Scott Robbins, trifecta, top three. And finally, one. Uh, number one, a Michigan school district is weighing in on Israel and Hamas. That's nuts. I didn't even know this could happen. The Ann Arbor Public School District in Michigan has advanced a resolution that calls for a ceasefire, damn it, in the Israel-Hamas war. The resolution encourages teachers to discuss this war in the classroom. This is thought to be among the first times in U.S. public school history they've made such a statement about an international conflict. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's a liberal city. I understand. Yeah. Which school? Does it say? Ann Arbor? Oh, are we talking about high school? Yeah, it's a high school. It's a high school. Yeah. It, so they're well, saying you public, have to talk about this. It says this. public schools, so that could include encompass everything, I guess. Oh, my gosh. Isn't this you fantastic? Know, you look at test scores all the time. Can we get back to the basics when well, it comes to education? One guy who pushed back on it said that this resolution does not help advance the quality of life of one single child in this district. No, it's indoctrinating into your beliefs into your worldview this was the parent of a couple of students yeah this is ridiculous i totally and by the way who cares what some high school in michigan demands exactly shut up and there you have it (laughs) well said scotty yeah scott robbins trifecta well done sir (laughs) okay uh we got to get to another news update oh and nimrod's in the news uh some fun today um including a domino domino's driver and a carjacking gotta hear this coming up You never know what's going to happen from one day to the next. That's why it's so important to plan ahead. Start the new year with Policy Genius. Policy Genius helps you compare your options from top companies. In just a few clicks, you can find your lowest price. Even if you already have a life insurance policy through work, it may not offer enough protection for your family's needs, and it may not follow you if you leave your job. With Policy Genius, you can find life insurance policies that start at just 292 bucks per year 
for $1 million of coverage. Some options offer same-day approval and avoid unnecessary medical exams. Policy Genius has licensed, award-winning agents who can help you find the best fit for your needs. They work for you, not the insurance companies, so you can trust their guidance. No wonder they have thousands of five-star reviews on Google and Trustpilot. Save time and money and give your family a financial safety net with Policy Genius. Head to policygenius.com to get your free life insurance quotes and see how much you could save. That's policygenius.com. Imagine it's the final game of the season, but your symptoms of irritable bowel syndrome with constipation or IBSC are making a comeback. What should you do? Keep managing your constipation with belly pain the same old way? Or try getting ahead of your symptoms by talking to your doctor about Linzess, linaclotide. Linzess is a prescription medicine that treats IBSC in adults. It's not a laxative. It's a once-daily pill that helps you get ahead of your symptoms. It's proven to help you have more frequent and complete bowel movements and helps relieve overall abdominal symptoms, belly pain, discomfort, and bloating. These symptoms were studied in combination, not individually. Do not give Linzess to children less than two. It may harm them. Do not take Linzess if you have a bowel blockage. Get immediate help if you develop unusual or severe your stomach pain, especially with bloody or black stools. The most common side effect is diarrhea, sometimes severe. If it's severe, stop taking Linzess and call your doctor right away. Other side effects include gas, stomach area pain, and swelling. Imagine, what could relief from IBSC mean for you? Talk to your doctor and say yes to Linzess. Learn more at Linzess.com or call 1-800-L-I-N-Z-E-S-S. The Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. All right. Got a couple of good Nimrods. Before that, news update, David Van Camp. I mean, you hadn't heard the news. Alec Baldwin indicted by a grand jury in New Mexico today on involuntary manslaughter charges. Wow. Because he killed that woman in 2021 on the set of his movie Rust. This is very interesting. And you brought this up earlier. Good morning, America. Dan Abrams, he's their legal yeah. expert, you know, said there was no way this was going to happen, didn't he? Yeah, because there was a special prosecutor initially that filed charges, and the whole thing was kind of slapped together. Mm-hmm. Um, and then as as some conflicts of interest came out, the special prosecutor walks away, the charges initially got dropped. And they said at the time, this doesn't absolve them, and we were leaving the door open for further prosecution, and I took that to mean we're going to get our ducks in a row and we are going to charge him again. But the legal experts were saying, no, this is They've done. They've wrong a lot. Again, they are experts. wrong a lot. It's weird. It is strange. I mean, All right. Speaking of gunplay, gunplay involved with Nimrods in the news today. Uh-oh. When the going gets tough. Damn it, this is too hard. The dumb get dumber. All right, Ian. It's Nimrods in the news on the Martley, Van Camp, and Robbins show. I love the poorly educated. All right. Nimrods in the news. We go to Connecticut. It's one in the morning, and there's a Domino's delivery driver. Well, that's got to be a tough gig anyway. Yeah, one in the morning in particular. Two suspects wearing masks all of a sudden get, get out of the car. What? They jump inside his car. They try to drive off, but the car got stuck on an icy road. Oh, boy. The driver threw a pizza at these guys, which got them to get out of the car. So they run to a getaway car, and it speeds off. The Domino's driver gets in his car and starts chasing them, but during the pursuit... The carjacker starts shooting out the window Holy back cow. at the Domino's driver. No one was injured, by the way. The delivery driver slowed, and then the police joined in. 
Eventually, four suspects jumped out, ran. The cops used a canine unit in an attempt to track him down, but they couldn't find him. But they did find a 16-year-old who had been previously reported missing. They're like, wait a second. Was he part of the carjacking? And they're not sure, and they're piecing it all together. Uh, so I have to keep updated on that mm. one. That was pretty crazy. And then, this was in Florida, 28-year-old Cody Clements found a lost cell phone in a Walmart. Thought, oh, you know what I'm going to do? Calling a bomb threat. So he calls the Walmart. Says, yep, bomb in the store. Dispatcher calls the number back. He's, he just answers it and goes, tick tock, tick tock. That was it. He leaves the store just as police were arriving. He had found that phone and decided to make a TikTok video of a bomb threat because he had seen him on TikTok. Oh, he God. is in a lot of trouble. Oh, you're an idiot. And that's Nimrod to the news.